song is that from? Oh, That's like how it starts. It's like, oh. Should I come right now? That is. I don't know what song that is, though. That's going to bug me now. Thanks for that, John. Hello, and welcome to the Too Much Free Time podcast. I'm your host, Mark Burris, and as always is my co-host, Peter Blankenship mm-hmm. and John Girdler. Welcome. 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 Uh, today we're talking about, it's not a sequel, but it's the... I don't know what you call a movie like this when it's the same. It's a spiritual successor. A spiritual, that's a great way to put it. Spiritual successor to Valentine's Day. We're talking about Mother's Day. We might as well have made this season holiday movies. The holiday. <laughs> or what? what's the guy's name? Gary, oh. Larry. Or uh, isn't he dead though? Oh yeah, Gary Marshall. He still has a name. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just meant it in the sense of like we couldn't have kept doing movies by him because I don't think he's well, he did many. New Year's Eve. Yeah. So like, it went Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, and then Mother's Day. Mother's yeah. Day was the end. Spoiler alert, I'm not picking New Year's Eve as my next movie. That's too bad. <laughs> Should have just done that by default. Uh, I'll think about it, but I really don't want to because these movies are burning me out. I love watching bad movies, and this is taking the fun out of watching bad movies. Well, didn't you say you were watching it with your mom the first time and you yeah. walked out? Oh no! Yeah, I went. I went upstairs and worked out. <laughs> when I was at my parents' house. Was he it was, on Mother's Day? Uh, it was like around Mother's Day. I, I can't remember where I was over at their house. It was around some holiday. Because your presence was their present, her present. I wish I could say that, but I don't. I don't have. I don't have the balls to say that to my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to show up with a present for Karen Burris, okay? <laughs> uh, I, I just have like. Am I wrong? Maybe. Do you guys like celebrating Mother's Day? I know this is like a weird way to phrase this question. Well, you first. You first. Okay. So I equivocate Mother's Day. Do you remember the scene in Apocalypto? Or no, not Apocalypto. Yeah, Apocalypto, where you know the Mayans are they are going to release the prisoners, but they have to run down that long field, and they just keep shooting bows and arrows at them. But if they get to the end, they quote unquote get their freedom. You know that scene? Okay. I feel like that's Mother's Day and at the Burris house. Your mom is shooting the arrows? No, that's just the shit that could happen. Yeah, the opportunities no, to yeah. mess up. <laughs> the sprint is Mother's Day. You want to get to the other end. Because if you know if you get to the other end without one of those arrows hitting you, you, you did it. It was a success. Soon as that arrow hits you, though, this is the worst day ever. So for you, <laughs> what do those arrows represent? I was well, going to ask the in, same thing. In uh, elementary school and middle school, it was grades. <laughs> <laughs> On Mother's Day, aren't you out of school? They would do... Though, like all of the schools I went to, Mother's Day would always fall on one of those like progress report days. Oh, it would, where, be, like, it would the, be at the end, end of the end year. Of the year. Yeah, yeah, end of the year. And Wow. Oh, my gosh. Trust me. Yeah. That was that was rough. Other you can't times, love your mother enough to do reading comprehension. Other times, to keep this analogy going, because if I'm running this, you know, race with my brother, he gets hit with like sixty arrows, but then grabs <laughs> me by the leg, and then I fall and drags me down into it. Mm. Because boy, oh boy, did he mess up some Mother's <laughs> Days. But uh, yeah, they're just they're dangerous. They're minefields so at the birds. Don't house. like them. I so you don't I love like my celebra- mother, but you don't I, like celebrating her. It's just scary. Okay, I, I feel like it's the most stressed out I am all year. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> all right, John, what about you? I <laughs> well, tough act to follow. Um, I've I've never minded Mother's Day. We usually just get brunch and 
my mom eats chocolate covered strawberries. Somehow every restaurant has those on Mother's Day well, for some reason. Bitches love chocolate covered uh, strawberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. And give her a few gifts and that's about it. Call it a day. I don't remember any many arrows to dodge. Oh, um, man. It's probably because you were a good son. Maybe. I've noticed my dad's yeah. covered in arrows by the end of the day, but <laughs> oh, really? I, I'm usually fine. So it's your dad that doesn't <laughs> mess up. just taking all <laughs> You and Tripp are fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah, see, yeah, my dad can't take the arrows because realistically, my dad's the one that's hitting us with the arrows for the sole purpose of the one rule in the Burris family is don't piss off his wife. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Don't piss off his wife. It just coincides that she's your mom, too. So. Oh, yeah. But it's, you know, first and foremost, <laughs> his wife. <laughs> his wife. <laughs> and so if she gets mad, he's instantly mad. And that's just... Whew. It's not what you want. Oh, man. Mother's Day. It's pretty scary. Father's Day, it's the exact opposite. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen my dad be mad about a Father's Day. So, I don't know. Man, you're just chilling out. I'm looking forward to... Father's Day for myself at some point in life, maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe you have a dog, <laughs> so right, yeah. <laughs> I, and he will not celebrate. Isn't that uh, a thing that you can like dogs are your kids? Yeah, uh, yeah. People do that. It's a pre-child. <laughs> yeah, Peter. True. What about you? What's Mother's Day like at your Man, house? I thought I was gonna get out. <laughs> no, because like, oh, yeah, Father's Day. Let's talk about it. <laughs> your <laughs> your Mother's Day, but like just the concept fascinates me. Just because I'm thinking of Luke, I'm thinking of Andrew, I'm thinking of you trying to hold everything together. You have a big family. Yeah, yeah we big do. Family. And a lot of disappointments to <laughs> to spread around. A lot of arrows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> the voice goes up. But <laughs> Peter's talking about it like it's a Vietnam story. He's like, it happened, man. I you mean, know? it's just, you weren't there. <laughs> it's tough because 364 days out of the year, I feel like I express love for my mother <laughs> and then on this day it's like forget all those other days this is the day that you show it and you show it well and sometimes i don't feel like i live up to the expectations oh yeah no this is the super bowl of mother affection because if you were you had an undefeated season all year it doesn't but matter. you lose the super bowl doesn't matter. Still a loser. It still goes lost. in the record books, right? No, nope, having a good not, year. Not in mothers. <laughs> not for mothers, man. <laughs> it's hard. And I didn't. I guess I didn't realize how big of a deal the day could be <laughs> for some people. I want to go to Mother's Day at the Girdler House. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're sounds, the odd man out because it sounds of, chill. Two out of the three, it's like the biggest day of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. But that's not. What I want to to segue into the movie though. That's not what we get out of this. None of the Mother's Days seem to care. Yeah, it's very much kind of like this movie could have been any day. Like if you had gotten rid of the title and it's just said mothers. each no no just each oh. one of these characters it was their birthday and you connected them that way and called this movie birthday. Yeah. <laughs> same plot. <laughs> <birthday>. <laughs> the same plot would be happening though. Like yeah. nothing would change. It's it's weird. And I think. It shows because, you know, on Valentine's Day, the movie took place on Valentine's Day. But this movie takes place before because these mothers don't care. They're like, whatever, it's Mother's Day. I mean. Right. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think about that when it. We actually have very little time spent yeah, in Mother's Day. When you see the transition to night at one point and I paused the movie because it was only like 30 minutes in. I was like. Oh, so this wasn't even Mother's Day yet. We haven't gotten and to the neither title was the next day. day. No, <laughs> or the next day. 
we have well like, one of them had to have been actual Mother's Day, right? Well, it's when Jennifer Aniston wakes up to her boys bringing. Oh, her it's that. And that's near the end. end of the movie. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. It is. So this There's is like, like Mother's Week. Yeah. Which. That's kind of a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually going to say the opposite. Like, they were making a big deal about how they're like, what are you doing for Mother's Day? You got plans for Mother's Day? Well, yeah, like, that's the name of the movie, so we have to mention it. You have to mention it quite but a lot right. of times. The level of caring. And I most of those people act- were talking to Sudeikis about, like, yeah. your wife is dead. We haven't gotten into the, the actual summary thing, but John brings up a good point of them constantly asking, what are you doing? For Mother's Day to Jason Sudeikis, his wife is dead. The mom is dead. Let's show some sensitivity. They keep saying it's been a year. Ah, uh, if they had said it's been three years, I'd have been more understanding with the, of the gym Sudeikis, It's been a year. Long. I mean, she just stepped on an IED. Oh god. No. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, I yeah. I'm glad they didn't clarify how Jennifer Gardner randomly is the mom died. Well, she, yeah. Oh, it's man. just to fill up the cast, so it'd be the same as it Valentine's is. Well, it's, Day. it's pretty much the same cast from um, Valentine's Day, except for Some, where's it's Ashton? Kind of, it's a small. It's a smaller. Oh, it's a smaller layover. cast. I bet they couldn't afford this though. Like they couldn't afford the Valentine's Day thing again. I bet because that it was barely a made its money back too. Well, that's probably why they did the, this. But in this one, the main four we get Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson, Julia Roberts, Jason Sudeikis. And then on top of that, we get oh, how do you say her name? Scrubs. Sarah yes. Chalk. Sarah Chalk. My favorite. Is that how you say it? Chalk? She made the movie for me just because she was in it. Then we also get Brit. Timothy Oliphant. He, I like him. I love. I like Timothy him too, Oliphant. and he's in a lot of random things. I feel like he plays a similar similar role most of the oh, time. Oh yeah, he kind of gets typecasted. And then yeah, Britt Robertson. Check Deadwood out, man. Deadwood's mm-hmm. great. He's great in Justified too. I feel like a lot of people didn't watch that show. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the the roundabout cast. Well, the there's Brit, a few others. Britt Rob. I said Britt Robertson. Okay, okay, just gotta make sure. Yeah. Shout out to Triple Dog Star. Even though I feel like most people know her for you know Triple uh, Dog. <laughs> for Triple Dog, that's yeah. a definitely we're gonna watch soon. But uh, I mean, it's what was the what was the movie with George Clooney about Disney Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland. I almost said the day after Tomorrowland, but I knew <laughs> that wasn't right. It kind of <laughs> is that though. It's kind of is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is just like Valentine's Day, where it's the multiple plots, just and then they kind of interweave every now and then, and it's another small world thing. I do give this movie points for one reason only: it's not in L.A. We That's find, true. You know, it's no, in Atlanta. It's in a whitewashed Atlanta. Super whitewashed Atlanta. I'm happy you brought that up. I also want to bring up the climate of this movie, and I that usually doesn't stick out very much to me in movies. Always sunny. Because well, in most movies, no matter where they're set, they always do the Everyone's kind of in business casual and nobody's really sweating or anything like that. It's very, you know, it's a great day outside kind of thing. Atlanta doesn't have those days. Mm-mm. Atlanta does not have those days. It's either super hot or it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just the, the nature of the beast. It's called Hot Atlanta for a reason. And if this is Mother's Day, which Mother's Day is in May. Yeah. May in Atlanta, that is a hot day. I will say they did a good job of some of the intricacies of having, like, creating the setting as Atlanta. For instance, in the bar, they had, like, Sweetwater on tap, which is a beer that's based out of Atlanta. So they had some, like, subtle things like that. No Braves hats anywhere. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, that's true. Come on. Got to support the Braves. Do you really think there was attention to detail? (laughs) 
That's a good point. <laughs> and and uh, that not just have been in the bar. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I also want to. I also <laughs> laugh. It's well done. <laughs> okay, I'm. I initially want to give this a point towards, you know, towards the movie and being like, oh, this is interesting that they did this, but I don't think they did it intentionally. So I almost want to take this point back. But we don't have anyone in this movie have an atrocious attempt at a southern accent that you usually see in these movies. And thank God, I'm so tired of any movie that's based somewhere even near the South talking like they're from bumfuck nowhere. <laughs> like, welcome to the South. Oh, you've never been to Atlanta? It's like, that's not how we all talk. Yeah, we <laughs> I don't feel like people in Atlanta have accents. Exactly. Or not that many in Nashville, really. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. it's a metropolis. It's yeah. a actual city with multiple people from all over the place. and that's Many a, walks of life. Many walks of life. Uh, so that was a point I do want to give to the movie, but at the same time, you, I doubt they thought about it's that. It's in yeah, the mean, detail. The, the, what we did have were the grossly stereotypical parents from Texas. Oh, yeah. You know, so Yikes. That, that's where you got all your... That's all where you your, got the racism. Your southern fried racism. <laughs> southern fried racism. Which I recognize that mom. She's been in a bunch of stuff. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but um, and Mother's Day. I, I like her though. Like she's a good character actor. She's like randomly in movies. I feel like, and she's never taking away or hurting the movie. You know what I mean? So I like that. Um, I feel like just because of the chaotic nature of the multiple storylines, I'm gonna try something different with this. Let's just tackle. We'll introduce all the storylines, and then let's just tackle storylines one at a time. And we'll kind of just go through Let's them. see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. I'm excited. It might be just easier for me mentally to keep all of it straight. So let's start with Jennifer Aniston is the first introduced, The right? first introduction. And my first thought of seeing her, you know, like in the shower, taking care of stuff is moms would do anything for their kids, even if they're in a towel. Yeah. Well, she had one of the, I don't know what those are called, but they're like the towels that are like a robe thing, too. I'm sure it's safe for filming. Well, it's safe for (laughs) filming. But, (laughs) yeah, it's, you know, it's her getting ready in the morning, and then her kids come out call out to her and she comes downstairs and uh the kids friends the kids friends are there and she's walking around in a towel that's the first thing i wrote i was like but we're introduced to the kid with asthma really really fast oh yeah because that's an she important pulls thing. It out of her sock drawer because don't let him have it she well he probably couldn't find his and so she had the backup mm. I don't think Jennifer knew that the friends were over well they she didn't. makes that comment she didn't, but yeah that's what i'm getting at is she's like oh like I, I feel like my mom and any other mom would have immediately left and would have been super mad about that later. But she kind of just like, oh hi, and then just stays in the kitchen. In but a would towel. your mom be walking around in a towel? Well, she might like if I was crying out for help, she might run out there. <laughs> well, yeah, but actually, now that I think about she... that, no, <laughs> I'd get the like, just wait a second, <laughs> mom. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> God, Mark, I'm in the shower. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I feel like that's a that was just a weird scene. Yeah. Um, as this is also where set up. So Timothy Timothy Oliphant is her ex husband, but they're came in the I guess the house. He, well, I guess they're um they, it's supposed to imply they're on good terms because they're acting friendly towards each other. <laughs> and yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. It was a little forced, and he well, was yeah. kind of the classic like suave ex husband. 
Oh yeah, you who know, after like, they get divorced is somehow like doing better. So yeah, she's yeah. mad about it. It's like, all right. Yeah, the kid, the friend is like, your parents are divorced. Yeah, that's not the only thing that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, because she ends up as soon as they leave for school or whatever, because Timothy Oliphant's taking him to school. She calls Kate Hudson and is like, he was looking at me, you know, and kind of they do this weird implying of Jennifer Aniston thinks they're going to get back together. Yeah, that's how I took that. But then the rest of the movie, you don't really. Well, get she's that. mad about that. She was wrong, I guess. Right. I guess, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's how we're introduced to her. Uh, segue to Kate Hudson because Kate Hudson was called by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. So Kate Hudson is happily married with a doctor, and they have a kid. And her sister is Sarah Chalk. Her, you just say her last name is Chalk, right? I, I actually don't know. It? That's how I've always said it, but um, her from biggest Scrubs, fan. yeah, from yeah. Scrubs. Fan. I like that when she's on the phone. She's like, "Hold on, my sister's coming over," because Jennifer Aniston, Aniston would not know what her name was or something. <laughs> oh yeah, it's they just beat you over the head with the associations. Oh yeah, for like, sure. My sister, <laughs> and then. <laughs> But yeah, well, with this storyline, because we can combine hers with Sarah Chalk's, because theirs is the same, and it's, they both, they live next door to each other, which would be interesting. I don't know, I think it'd be kind of cool to live next to your sibling, like, door-to-door like that, but whatever. So they moved away from their parents, because... From Texas. Yeah. Texas forever. Texas forever. Because Kate Hudson's mom is super racist, Mm -hmm. and she just ain't woke. And because uh, Sarah Chalk is a lesbian, and Kate Hudson has married a, a he's the Indian or mm-hmm. yeah he's supposed to be Indian. I, I'm at a certain point, even the the doctor's mother starts making racist jokes to where I'm unsure what they're trying to do with this. That's why I was a little confused on that. Both mothers were racist, but they overcame it for, because of the love for their children. That's how they right. bonded, too, that is was over bond racism. Later. Yeah, but so, yeah, to <laughs> the long and the short of their storyline is just that it's Mother's Day, and they haven't Bigotry. spoken. Well, Kate Hudson hasn't spoken to his, her mom in forever because yeah. of the fight they had over um, her dating that doctor initially and then she had lied to her parents saying they broke up and then it was the whole and thing she lied to her husband and then sarah chalk's been lying to their mom saying that she's engaged to a guy named steve um turns out steve's a woman yeah steve's a woman named max, max. <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> they're keeping why didn't they just <laughs> use the paper name mache vaginas oh yeah the paper mache womb was weird I didn't quite um, follow that. In the Rainbow Girls aprons, they had too. Well, that was because it, it's boarding gay <laughs> rights stuff. So I imagine, because they said well, there's right. a Mother's Day parade. Have you ever, I've never seen a Mother's Day parade. Exactly. That's my point with the whole setting. They're really building up. Oh, and Mother's Day. Macy's Mother's Day parade. That sounds like a thing. That might be a thing. It's the Thanksgiving parade is Macy's. Well, yeah, but they can do other. <laughs> they yeah. can't. They only have one, <laughs> they one chance a year. One. And they I don't know. But yeah, but. Thanksgiving. Her storyline is basically how we're introduced is they want to reconnect. Oh, well, Sarah Chalk's been talking to the mom, but Kate Hudson wants to reconnect. And so we get a cute little Skype call with them. I say cute because I don't know what else to call it. Is them like having an awkward interaction. And this is a classic like parents don't know how to use Skype thing. Yeah. I'm just, I just see a brick wall. Hello? 
Hello. <laughs> and the, the dad's introduced by he's eating a chicken wing. He's or like not on a chicken bone. He, yeah, he's stick. just straight up like sucking on, like gnawing at yeah. a chicken that's bone. That's what those Texans do down there. Oh, hey there, girl. I don't think anyone does that. Like, that's just why. His name's Earl. Earl. Old because Earl. He's from Texas. Oh, yeah. And they're decked out in patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> patriotic gear. Yeah. Uh, when they offer the beer, he's like, those sound imported. Oh, I'm going to go import some beer from my <laughs> RV. As a Southerner, I was offended by their stereotypes. Yeah. I don't know how y'all took it. Uh, I, I, It's one of those things where it, you want to be mad. But it's at this point, you just expect it. And you're kind of <laughs> just like, oh, I wish right. you could talk like that and be intelligent. That actually, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's kind of like how we're set up with their storyline. And then from there, I guess we should segue to Jason Sudeikis. Because I feel like at this point we're introduced to him. Because it's cool. I love his intro scene. It's a headstone and his head just pops up like a gopher. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just him and his daughters at a graveyard. Golly. Which, why do they go there in the morning before school? That just seems like a, yeah, like som- a week before. somber way to start the day. Yeah. Like, let's, it, hey, kids, let's go to your mom's grave. Well, this is one of the things that made me think it was Mother's, Mother's Day, day yeah. because you'd go to your mom's grave on Mother's Day. That seems logical to me. And uh, But that's the fake out. But we learn. Well, then, then you also thought, well, kids can't go to school on Sundays. Mother's Days are always on Sunday. No, that's a good point. But, uh, yeah, so it's Jennifer Gardner makes a random appearance later but in, like, a video. But it's basically Jason Sudeikis' wife. They were both in the Marine Corps. We don't get an explanation of how she died, but she's dead. And so he's looking after his two daughters. And um, he, he, like, runs a gym and... Isn't that mm-hmm. his, is that his yeah. job? Yeah, he, he, owns, the he owns the gym. I thought it was seven. weird that they like covered up the headstone. Oh, with the flowers? Yeah, and then later they make a point of showing them, like unveiling it to show whatever. Oh, yeah, it was weird. I, I didn't really know. understand. I didn't think mm-hmm. there was a mystery to anything. Maybe you guys picked up on some. Oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I missed it. Total honesty, Peter. I had a hard time paying attention to most of this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was very honest of you. Yeah, I. You know, there's not a lot of movies that do that. I think it was like a. I forgot what movie we did where you brought this up, Peter. Where it's the first time you like pulled out your phone. It was grown ups. It was grown ups. <laughs> pulled out your phone to check something. I feel like I did the same thing in this movie. I was like, "Do I have any emails?" Oh no. I guess I'll go back to watching this. You checked your email. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the parking schedule <laughs> of uh, of Lipscomb. The uh, but we you know we get the conversation. He's kind of an overprotective dad. I mean, he would be. He just lost his wife. Um, and then well, he's not overprotective. He's just in over his head. Yeah, in over. He gets his called head. out later when his daughter says, "You know, I'm an unsupervised teen," which is basically true. He's That's true. he's drowning in his sorrow. I mean, it's been a year. I, get I, over I, your wife's explosion or whatever okay everyone knows he's in over his head over his head over yeah. his head fray references are not allowed on this podcast i just loved the <laughs> i love the cliche dad buying tampons for daughter i wrote that down too of the like okay of course the you know dad's awkward about buying tampons yeah. oh i'll just write write a t on which if they didn't go the full length of the joke though and i think that's what makes me really mad is cuz the joke's supposed to be this is the girl's 
first time needing the tampons. And so that's why it's like an awkward experience. But this isn't. But it just makes it seem like I think she kind of like reads the grocery list thing intentionally to kind of like make it less awkward, but it doesn't seem like a well, it's not caught him off guard situation. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's the first her time. Her mom used to do this. Right. So I, that's just what was weird about it to me. Like, go the full length of that joke, at least. And you're telling me that this is the first time in a year he's bought tampons for his daughter? I don't know. Maybe he got one of his gym posse to buy it. Because let's well, talk she, about the gym posse. She is an unsupervised teen. Maybe she got him on her own. <laughs> Maybe the red-headed boyfriend bought him for her. I don't know. Whoa. Also, would you want that guy playing keeper for you? He looked oh, like a, like man. a fool he looked awful. Actually, all the soccer players look... Her... Like in her, her practice, goal? her goal looked garbage. The goalie was not on the post. Yeah. He, they <laughs> were in, thing. They were like inside the net. Yeah, and <laughs> Evelyn had her cell phone in her shin guard. I thought that was funny. <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm not uh, that laugh. interaction was pretty funny. Of the, it's after his daughter scores in practice, and the Evelyn, can you text my daughter and tell her she did a good job? I thought that was pretty funny. But <laughs> so we learn he's witty. Pretty, yeah, we do. Well, quick. Jason Sudeikis. It makes me mad when he's in movies like this because I loved him on SNL and I think he's truly a funny and witty guy. But they keep putting him in garbage movies like this. Yeah, like you loved We Are the Millers. <laughs> that was not a great movie. But he had some really funny parts in that movie. Mm. I'm not going to lie. He carried a lot of that movie. Uh, but I want to talk about the gym posse. They're the fact weird. that he has like three women at this gym who are just like in his crew. They don't it's work a- at the gym. They, they, they just use it. Yeah, they use the gym. It's a good gig for him. Oh, man. But they're like trying to set him up. Yeah, the red-haired girl was always sweaty. Yeah, always sweaty. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, they're working out, but I was like, dang. She's she nervous. Just, she gets it. Yeah, she's going after it. The Yeah, but I just thought they were weird. And it felt to me like maybe this wasn't originally supposed to be like a single single dad. Maybe this was supposed to be another single mom, but then they realized they have too many single mom situations going on with, you know, they wanted to focus that on Jennifer Aniston because it seems just weird to me that this guy would have a posse of women that are like his inner circle that aren't even working for him. They're just like, that just seemed off to me. Well, it's a, I don't want to say a cliche Mother's Day experience, but you know, like a lot of people whose wives, you know, have, that's where their moms, you know, they like they have to have Mother's Day too, and it's like, yeah. what do they do? So this is us exploring what that looks like. Yeah. like. I think it was intentional. It just was terribly done. Like having a posse of people that come to your work, all that, it's weird, right? Uh, the other storyline we're introduced to briefly. We're the other two storylines that we follow are the shortest ones in terms of like how much time we spend with them. But it's uh, Britt Robertson and. Her- her husband, or not husband, boyfriend, their boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, because yeah, that's important like their to plot distinguish. Line. Sorry. Yeah. But so much they have chagrin. They mm-hmm. have been together for five years and have like a child. Um, and it's basically he's competing, or he wants to be a comedian. And so he's, well, he's British, we should say as well. And he is competing in like a comedy club contest for $5,000, right? I love how much time they devote to like writing comedic material. Yeah. Like we see a lot of the stand-up bits. We do. That's true. And they're, I, I not, that was, they're not funny. <laughs> no, they're not. But they're I loved not. how like committed they were to showing that. Yeah. the I, I liked his, 
if we could talk about his stand-up routine for a little bit. I know the real like storyline is with Britt Robertson, but uh, his stand-up bit, I liked the start of his stand-up bit. He does the whole joke of, uh, you know, we have a kid, and then they like applaud him. He's like, don't, no, no, don't clap. It's not mine. <laughs> it's like, no, it is. It is, I hope. Like, I thought that was, that seemed like a genuine opening to a stand-up bit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like a, you know, disarm the audience kind of maneuver. And then the rest of his jokes were just not, there. It keeps going that way. Like the way I read the plot, you know, we're introduced to the couple. Like he's working at the bar and she comes in with the baby. And then he's like, hey, I got, you know, this thing I'm doing tonight. Is it cool if like I go and I, you know, because like I want to be funny. And I thought that the plot for that oh, the was tension. going to be him not supporting her, or taking care of the child. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but that it, wasn't it at all. It wasn't at all. But it kept on looking like that was supposed to possibly be a problem because he he like also broke plans or something when oh, he, yeah, like he was did. by default in there, you know. And then he's like pulling her away from whatever she's doing. And yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I had a hard time reading where we were going with that whole subplot. No, you're until you're right, a hundred percent. And then I think yeah, it's because I guess the main plot thread with Britt Robertson is the whole. She's unsure about marrying him because she's has abandonment issues, as she claims, because you know she was raised in an adopted family. Yeah, she was adopted, so how can you marry someone when you're adopted? You can't. That's what I took from this movie. <laughs> That's a rule. Uh, her, <laughs> Happy like, Mother's Day. We get that conversation <laughs> because she's talking to Kate Hudson because they met when they were pregnant and whatever. Oh, yeah. The mommy mommy's class. Yeah. Um, that's just a, like a general name. I don't know what that class could be, but it's mommy and me, so it just implies they met through their children. It's a good, like, safe, safe just title to throw out. <laughs> <laughs> we met it, mommy and me. Doesn't matter what that could be. But, uh, yeah. Um, but as we learn through her storyline, though, that Julia Roberts is her mom, Julia Roberts has the weirdest storyline in this movie. And the worst wig. Oh my god! Oh yeah, the wig. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> that what? Bob, atrocious, that bug, bug the <laughs> crap out of me. The whole movie. I never care about stuff like that in movies. Rarely am I ever even pointing it out. Like sometimes I'll point it out if I'm watching an old movie and like you know on Blu-ray or in 4K or something, and you can see the wig line. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. that's the first thing I noticed in this movie was it's Julia Roberts doing her um, Home Shopping Network thing, and I'm just like, what? Who thought that was okay? <laughs> and I love that she was a connection for, like, her connection to all the characters where they all liked her stuff. Yeah, her show's constantly on in the background and, like, all these different scenes. I just kind of find that offensive. I'm not even a woman or a mother or anything, but, like, like all the women know this potentially you know, one woman on QVC. Yeah, I I, guess, wait, I don't like it. I've She's never seen my mom actually watch the Home Shopping Network. I haven't either. I didn't realize it was that common. In, it is in know, Atlanta, I guess. Ap- apparently. Oh. They must have stood in their market research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But <laughs> the, the reason I say, though, that her storyline is the weirdest to me is because until later, like last 40 minutes of the movie, we don't even know really what her connection to this storyline is. And so I started... Well, I yeah, should have is, known it is better. Just her connecting everyone because they're all watching it, or like they're all wearing yeah. her jewelry. And I should have known better because it's almost the same thing as in Valentine's Day, where I'm like, "Why are Bradley Cooper and 
But she said she doesn't have any kids. Right. So that is kind of a misdirect. She has a career, not kids. Yeah. So that's why, like, she has a storyline, but it's mainly just cut to her. Oh, she's selling more things. Oh, she has this quick interaction with one of the characters. Oh, she's selling more things. Oh, wait. We find out she's an actual mother. And the whole Jennifer Aniston getting a job from her parts was happened so quickly happened quickly random didn't really develop the plot like there's no, no it, need it didn't do anything yeah it's just yeah. to have them interact i guess i, I also want to point out everyone in this movie is doing very well for themselves yeah even the struggling right. comedian and his wife who i don't know what her job was oh, Did she, she also have works a job? at the restaurant oh she works at the restaurant you're yeah. right so they both work at a bar mm-hmm. i mean they make a point of showing how small that apartment is it's still really well decorated. It's yeah. a lot of nice stuff. That needed to be a shithole. They're like, you know, single or starting out parents with no real income. That place needs to be a shithole. And with how not funny he is. <laughs> he <laughs> needs to rely on his, his looks. His looks will get him far. I feel like now is the time to ask you guys if uh, if we were to to plug in Chris Farley to this movie, <laughs> <laughs> which character would you want to see him? Jason replace? Sudeikis. Really? I would love that. <laughs> oh, see, I'm torn between uh, Timothy Oliphant <laughs> or 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 the, the stand up comedian boyfriend. No, just think how much funnier he would have made the like. The her calling for the price check on the tamp, like, and he's like trying to get the phone out of her hand. <laughs> he's like, "Oh no!" And he's just breaking everything around yeah, him. Yeah, he rips the box open. Organic tampons everywhere. <laughs> uh, see, I'm just more and laughing. He's like trying to help Jennifer Aniston get the get the candy out of the vending <laughs> machine, and he ends up like. I raise you counter argument. I raise you if he replaces Timothy Oliphant, you get a hysterical (laughs) Chris Farley trapped in a deflating uh, water slide (laughs) thing. No, but you get him pulling over the banister like when he does the hip hop, like when he dances over, like that. Uh, I think I just I think I want to keep Jason Sudeikis in this more than than replace him. Uh, he would be pretty funny as the boyfriend too of Britt Robertson, just because that'd be Standard. so weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's a great question, John. Who would you, who would you want him? Well, I was leaning towards the comic, the boyfriend, but <laughs> listening to these arguments, <laughs> that's actually like interesting. Though Kate Hudson's dad, <laughs> Kate Hudson's dad, <laughs> he's driving the oh! RV. <laughs> <laughs> I said it for the last two movies. Instantly a better movie. <laughs> I'm laughing. I like that we each kind of approach that differently. You went comedic boyfriend. You went Jason Sudeikis. I went Timothy Oliphant. I mean. He's all around. Uh, plug and play. Put yeah. him anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We can do all those CGI things now. Like, why not just start putting Chris Farley in movies? Uh, oh, man. I feel like this would be a good YouTube uh, compilation of putting <laughs> Chris Farley in movies in that have already been made. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay, so let's, now that we've kind of introduced everybody, though, let's just go through their storyline. Like, we'll just break it down. So let's start with Jennifer Aniston, Timothy Oliphant. So after we're introduced to them, you know, uh, it's the whole thing of, Timothy Oliphant really needs to talk to Jennifer Aniston about something important later. And then we find out he's getting remarried. He got eloped. He eloped. Oh, he, he eloped? Married. I thought it was, they were engaged. No, he said we eloped. 
He's right. That yeah. is an important thing I missed because they kept bringing up the whole like she deserves her own Mother's Day thing too, and I was like, why? They're engaged. This might fall apart. This is putting a lot of pressure on this situation. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. I at was checking point, emails, <laughs> and, and her name's Tina. And at this point, I wrote, is is Tina really more attractive than Jennifer Aniston? I was thinking the same thing because, like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, Tina was very attractive, but it's like it's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Tough Peter? decision. Yeah. I was <laughs> 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 hoping you'd know the question. That's not. That's not an answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know? Uh, okay, we're. I'm. I'm going past. <laughs> I think it just helps that you're like leaned back and your foot's <laughs> on the table. It's just like, all right. <laughs> We're casual here. Peter didn't want to go down that road. Um, so, I, yeah, so I, I fumbled that. So they are, they eloped. And so that's where the drama is. It's the single mom dealing with the new mom and her kid's life that she's going to have to deal with. And it's the whole like sharing kids. And I guess it's more of a she wants to. At a certain point, it just seems like she just wants to seem cooler, or I I can't tell Who what's supposed to, to be cooler. Jennifer Aniston wants to be cooler. She's just she je- does the party thing. Yeah, I think she's just jealous. They're going to Paris, and Tina well, yeah, like gets. They were tweeted. going to the Foo Fighters, Mark. I mean, come on. Yeah, those kids are. Those kids are gonna have a fun summer. They're going to a Foo Fighters concert, and then they're going to Paris. They probably wouldn't appreciate either of those things, though. Yeah, Foo Fighters true. are way before their time. I also laughed at. Uh, Tina was like, and don't get me started on Dave Grohl. Is is Dave Grohl really considered like a sex symbol though? Like he's a great musician and probably one of the nicest guys in the business, but like, okay. (laughs) All right, Tina. (laughs) I just thought it was very weird that we get Tina introduced as, you know, the new stepmom and then Jennifer Aniston is willing to share Mother's Day four days later. There's a lot of growth. A lot of growth. I, no, I didn't buy that either. Well, because this is, again, I'm confused oh. by, you know, the, the problem or what's the conflict. And I, this is, are they trying to bond as mothers to these children together? Is it about Jennifer Aniston being like, oh, I'm being too much? I think Timothy Oliphant was asking an awful lot. Uh, asking you know, a lot. Like, this is, you do what he did next Mother's Day. Give it a year. Maybe. All I know is that if sharing Mother's Day when I mean, I'm just thinking from personal experience, that would never be okay. That would never like have flown. There's not a stepmother's day. Oh no, yeah. Well, I I truly believe if Karen Burris was in this situation, Karen Karen Burris would have cut a bitch. Yeah. Like <laughs> she would not have shared. And Tina didn't even know where the inhaler was. She wasn't ready for that gig. Uh, yeah. No, and she was also just as excited for um going to IHOP. Like at the end of the movie, she's like, oh, we'll go in the car. I loved that shot, though, because I don't think it was intentional in that scene where they turn to him and say he wants to go to IHOP towards the end of their storyline. I laughed because how it looks is like she's just one of the kids. No, exactly. And I don't think that was intentional, but I laughed. She (laughs) is. And when, when they go to the like the show or whatever for the kids where like the oldest is playing guitar and then the. Second one dresses up in his lion costume backwards, so the tail is his dick. Ha ha ha! I um, laughed. I know. I know. Cynical Peter didn't <laughs> laugh. That was the best brother prank I could think of in that situation. Are you kidding me? 
I like how would the little brother not know? I bet he knew and just went with it and was like, "All right, I got a tail on my front," because he's like six. Also, why was the principal the, doing this? Can we talk scene? about the concert actually? Because <laughs> not only does Tina come in and take the purse's chair, <laughs> which, by the way, that's a mom thing that I'm um, putting a purse in a chair and just like n- not even acknowledging that other people need well, seats like, is a mom thing. So I'm I'm team Jennifer on this storyline because well, yeah. you know like she was there an hour early for those seats and then Tina just comes in as if she's one of the crowd and she's like no you were late and then you look like you're just as invested in these kids and you know you tweet at me yeah that was that was one of those things where that was like a shot at our generation of being like oh these kids don't even know how to use phones properly it's like oh screw you <laughs> no one says tweet at me Are you know kidding me? young enough to be in the show herself yeah Tina, oh, by the way, did we talk about that she's a pretty little liar? Oh, I did. And I don't mean no, like I I'm didn't. accusing her of being a pretty little liar. She's <laughs> on the show. Oh, no. Pretty little liars. I, I watch movies, not shows. You don't watch Pretty Little Liars, Peter? No. Never heard wiser words spoken. <laughs> <laughs> no, although do have a funny PLL story. Oh, about your roommate? Yeah, when I was in, <laughs> when I was in Knoxville, we had this roommate who... Uh, well, he was watching it, and he was two seasons in before we found him out. But he thought he was going to be home alone for a Busted. while, I guess. And then he put it on the TV, and I walk in the front door, and he's watching Pretty Little Liars. He's by himself. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. What a weird response. <laughs> yeah, it's season three. I would just laugh. He, like, throws a rock through the TV. She's like, nothing. Like, yeah, he was right. a pretty weird dude to same guy that apologized because there might be spunk on the floor and you're like well, i don't oh god it's like don't, uh, that's gross uh, yeah this sounds like a great housing <laughs> environment yeah he's an interesting dude <laughs> but yeah pll yeah pretty little liar tina the uh yeah to kind of like wrap up like there's a bunch of things that happen in her storyline at one point she meets jake and Sud- jason sudeikis while he's getting the tampons thing and With two uh, sons i mm. I actually laughed at Jason Sudeikis' response to that of just the like calling her out again. She's like, and it's with two sons, right? All right. <laughs> that when she flips out in the parking lot in her car or whatever. I hate to see her in traffic. And, oh yeah, he um, makes the best dad jokes in this movie, and I don't mean that like they're quality jokes. I mean they're dad jokes, which are quality. <laughs> I think that's one could argue because I didn't think those were good dad jokes at all, <sighs> Peter. Dad jokes aren't supposed to be good. No, they are. No, I thought the traffic not. one was good. That was a good dad joke. It was. I thought that was a great dad joke. That is a dad joke through and through. But back on Jennifer Aniston's storyline, because that's who this is about. Yeah. She has that weird, th- like we said, she gets a job interview with Julia Roberts' company. for no reason. And then she just gets hired. Yeah. And then that turns into she instantly gets money because she buys a new Escalade. Mm-hmm. And then hires all this shit for a party randomly. Like it's it's nobody's birthday, no. and it's not a Mother's Day party. It's, it's a replacement to think she's cooler than the Foo yeah, Fighters. Make them to jealous. The Foo Fighters, which I mean, that's. Would that's you tough. rather pet an alpaca or see the Foo Fighters? Pet Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <It's> a, <laughs> I mean, it's a sweet party, but Foo Fighters, yeah. <laughs> Foo Fighters. I'm gonna go Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay, so this is. I was uncomfortable during the party scene. I was. We had multiple 
people there with handicaps, and I felt like they were a little bit exploited. Like the one, the, there's the girl in the wheelchair who handed the thing oh, to the, the kid. Oh, the snake hand And thing. it was like a, a little prank. And yeah. Was, I was just uncomfortable. Were random think, cuts. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with I that. I think they all won contests hmm. or something. Or maybe or something. I like the 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 um when the RV and the vagina are on the run and the like mom <laughs> and her daughter. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at that scene. I'm just laughing at the fact that <laughs> what you just said. Was in the RV, they're on the, the lamb. They're on the run. They're in cahoots with each other. Oh. Only Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they're on the run. Continue, but you, please. you had what looked to be a mother and her daughter be like, what is that? And I felt like I was supposed to know who they are. Yeah, that I didn't care like... enough to look it up. But they were like, it was just another one of those random cuts to people doing things. Yeah, because weird. Because this movie's only you know two hours. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't need to like you know cut anything from this. Two hours, very deep. Right, wise. but like I just want to bring up. With the Paris thing and her buying all this stuff and throwing the party, at one point when she finds out about them going to Paris, because Alphonse like, are their passports up to date or whatever? Then she's jelly. And she's mad. She's like, we had to save every penny we had for... Some, I don't even know what she says. And she's like, now you're taking them to Paris? Her, she is in a really nice house. He is too. He's yeah, in she, a super nice she house. She said they could never get any of... Like all the stuff together in order to even make that happen. Like, I oh, so it wasn't about money. I took it as money details. Because I, yeah, I took it as money, and that's what bothered me. I was like, ah, this is like super white privilege. (laughs) (laughs) But so her her moment where she changes is the heart to heart with a clown or mime or whatever. He was a clown. It's clown. I guess. Yeah, mother's love for her child is just as bottomless as the the hanky. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a great metaphor. But that's where she changes. From then on out, she's like not jealous anymore. She kind of is more right. Yeah, because she wakes up on Mother's Day and kind of has like a she's giving the wrong heart. potato man. Oh my god! <laughs> if that happened in my house, oh my god, my mom would have been sobbing, and then my brother would have beat the shit out of me for the next like six hours. Those are the arrows we heard oh, about. Those are uh, those are the arrows. But I am not dumb enough to mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to hear, yeah, Mark, you're not that dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mark, you're the smartest guy I know. Mark. <laughs> you should you're start so a podcast. handsome. And <laughs> <laughs> Andy should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. This is my support group. <laughs> but yeah, so she decides to drop the kids off with Timothy Oliphant and Tina for a couple hours. For a couple hours. And then, yeah, like you were talking about earlier, there's the whole debacle of the kids having an asthma attack and they can't find his inhaler. And they can't find the backup. Oh, no, they do find the backup eventually after Tina calls yeah, her Tim hysterical. Yeah, Tim finds it. I like how Tim strolls into this. He's got, like, some swagger to it while this kid's having the asthma attack. Because he's walking in, like, buddy-buddy with the other son. Gotten roses because he's, you know, he's Timothy Alphon. He knows what's up. And yeah, when like, he <laughs> sees that his kid's, like, about to die, he's just like, hold up, hold up, hold up. And just goes up to the backpack, instantly finds it, gets to the kid. He's like, okay, just breathe, buddy. I'm like, yes, Timothy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Tina doesn't deserve you. <laughs> the guy don't like his guy's color. We're going to take him to the ER. Oh, yeah. He's Let's super calm. Picture that scene with Chris Farley. <laughs> sorry, to, <laughs> sorry to keep going back to that. <laughs> that could have been fun. Yeah, just <laughs> strolling in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
But uh, yeah, so then they have like a heart to heart at the hospital, and Jennifer Aniston and Tina kind of like confront each not confront each other, but they have a good talk. Yeah, she's like, I panicked. How how do you do it? This is the most realistic mother line in the whole movie is her saying, it just takes time. It's It takes, how old are you? And the son's like 13. He's like, 13? Yeah, 13. He's like, yeah, it takes 13 years. Because <laughs> that is the most honest. I bet if I went up to my mom, she'd give me six different ages before she told me how, actually, how old I actually am. <laughs> I don't feel like that's uh, representative of my mother. Really? Yeah. Did your, did your mom never mix up names either? Because this is the classic mom maneuver to like, my mom goes through every person that could be in the house, including dogs. And then she's like, I meant Mark. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever gotten called someone else like that in anger or stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to think, and it's... Well, it's not in anger. Yeah. Or just in things, you know. <laughs> not everything in my house is in anger. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. it. <laughs> Mark Ulysses Burris. <laughs> Ulysses. I wish my old name was Ulysses. That'd be cool. Would it? Yeah, I'd like that. The uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say you have sort of experience. I mean, my mom got your name wrong. Mom well, called yeah. you Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hi, Andrew. I, I love possibly that. Possibly be talking to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that story. Of my mom's like unfazed by it too. When I told her, she's like, "Oh, well, they're twins." I'm like, "But they don't look yeah, alike. We're not identical." <laughs> it's, it's she's just like, not "Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well." <laughs> and this is how our story ends, right? Is it the hospital? Right. Is and the hospital. Is trying to get the candy out of the vending machine. And then she runs into Jason Sudeikis, yeah, and that's kind of their, yeah, their, their official meet cute, I would say, to like set them up yeah, as post, they're going to be future couple. Debacle. <laughs> Sandy with two daughters, or two sons. Right. Yeah. So like to close out her storyline, I, I feel like, you know how I said the Ashton Kutcher storyline seemed like the main storyline, mm-hmm. and they added stuff? I feel like this one is the main storyline, and then everything else is kind of added to it. Yeah, I would agree. Really? And yeah. um, I don't think it's inherently bad. It's just not. It's not good either. I don't. I don't know what you could do to the storyline to it's make it more It's a simple. Exciting. It's very formula that it, people like. It seems like an arc on a TV show. Like but a, what's the like point? a three episode arc. What's the message? Just I a think feel good movie. I no, guess. No, but what, like, what's the takeaway from the, this? I, I don't know that tell there you. is one. something about sharing your kids. <laughs> I don't know. Like they mother's supposedly love got over soul. something because they're leaving, and Tim Timothy Elephant's like, Maybe so we're back to the the old way or back to what we used to be. And she's like, yeah. Maybe it's that she needs to stop worrying that her kids won't love her as much. Maybe that's kind of the message: is that she Golly. she accepts that her that's kids. True. So many times, this movie like takes the camera away from the characters and we're like talking straight to moms and it's like this is what a mom wants to hear and there are like four four parts in this movie i felt like they were talking directly to just all the moms watching this right let the kids know who their mother is yeah i and feel like, like the that kid, was the you know, thing the asthma, it's like uh when the when the nurse is like whose son is this and he goes mommy <laughs> and like runs to by the Ranson. way you know who that nurse was I, I hate that I know this, and I hate that I looked into this. That nurse is the same nurse in Valentine's Day that rats out uh, Patrick Dempsey to Jennifer Gardner. Oh, wow. That says the, um, oh, he'll be here at this time. What a connection. That's same some good detective world. work. Chris. She probably got fired from that job <laughs> because she ratted out Patrick Dempsey, and she transferred to Atlanta. Makes perfect sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long way to turn. That's the opposite end of the country. <laughs> well, Edgar got a new job too. That's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, we forgot to mention Edgar. I don't think we've talked about him. He's in the neck. He's in another. 
Yeah. Where, S-L. Wait, the Edgar? Yeah. Who am I? For? It was Edgar the dad of the He was the grandfather him? whose wife... Estelle. Estelle. Oh yeah, he the becomes, one whose names you couldn't remember. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, he's the he becomes Jennifer or not Jennifer. He becomes Julia Roberts' agent. Agent in this one, I forgot about that. Yeah, but let's let's pivot. Yeah, we're done with we're Jay. done with that one. Uh, I think we all agree that was kind of a laugh. Yeah. Um, I think the Kate Hudson one had the potential. Like, if you took this storyline out of this kind of movie, took away budget, made it more indie. And had a really sad ending. This would actually have been a really interesting like subplot. Yeah. Lesbian I, sister, Indian husband, racist parents. What could possibly yeah, like go you, wrong? Yeah, like you could push this for an Oscar if you took away the budget and kind of the comedy yeah, of it. Yeah, Wes Anderson soundtrack. Oh yeah, I would agree with you. <laughs> I, what was Wait, that? Yeah, who were you? I was the doctor. I was oh, her yeah, husband. Yeah, okay. I thought we were okay. <laughs> I thought we were being <laughs> racist. <laughs> oh, did I misread the room? <laughs> were we not being racist? <laughs> Okay, you, you can proceed. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, like we said earlier, their whole storyline is the they didn't tell their parents about their, you know, horrible transgressions of marrying a non-white man and marrying a woman. Which, by the way, I think Max Sarah Chalk's wife doesn't get enough screen time. I every every time she spoke, she said something really funny. In my opinion, well, she's a real lesbian. And isn't she a stand-up comedian? Yeah. I, I didn't look her up, but... Uh, she like, has a thing on BuzzFeed. She um, should have been on the, the bar competition. Oh, that would have been a nice little connection if she was competing for the $5,000. I just wish... Like, I don't like her hair. I thought it was a little weird. Yeah. That didn't... Bo- I think... Well, I think I just had just absorbed the knowledge that I was going to have to watch Julia Roberts in that hair that I didn't care about anybody else's hair. I was like, you know what? Were you getting the vibes from their sperm donor kid that... They were making him be gay. No. Because when he's like, no. can you watch Tanner? I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like doing the weird, he's doing the stuff with his hands that so are like kind of feminine, you know, like. I think you're reading into that. I didn't really? get this because at all. This, okay. I didn't, I didn't think given, about that. Given the I was subtle. I was checking emails, so I'm not the best source, but <laughs> I, I didn't get that at all. I but like we should cut to into this story, yeah. Because what's the real conflict? Because the real conflict is they they're doing these Skype calls with their parents, and then the parents are like, "We have a surprise for you." They show up at Kate Hudson's house. Yikes! <sighs> and um, this is when the the shit hits the fan, literally. And uh, <laughs> doesn't happen. But yeah, so it's the mom finds out that um, does she find out Sarah Chalk's gay first? Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, what? And then the doctor comes and he's like, what am I doing in the garage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, why do I have to stay in the garage? Oh, are you the house helper? <laughs> oh, gosh. And then, uh, oh, the worst line she says is the, at least you haven't had a kid yet. And then the son walks in, who's yeah, clearly you like. You can divorce him before he gets you pregnant. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God. She was, I mean, they turned the racism up. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like ignorant Southern racism where they say things they don't realize are being racist. Yeah, they just. They were like crash level. Yeah. This racism. was crash level, like, just, I'm surprised they didn't drop the N word. But well, because they're not, this isn't a black person. Well, I just mean, like, they could have gone there. They yeah. could have gone into like really. They do say towelhead, which is pretty bad. They do. That's pretty bad. Um, I do love though when they find out they're a lesbian or they're a lesbian couple, 
Oh, what I'm trying to think how she phrases it because she kept saying like, "What happened to Steve?" And they have the son. It's like we have through a sperm donor. He could have been Steve. Yeah, <laughs> this could have been Steve. And then the dad walks in and it's like, "What's happening?" A Jerry Springer episode. Yeah, I love that because then it's the husband walks in and she's immediately just like, "And back from commercial." Yeah, and the husband is like, "No one does it better than Jerry." Yeah. That made y'all laugh. The Max stuff. I loved the Max lines. They were so funny. Like how she delivered the um, uh, the sperm donor could have been Steve. <laughs> That got me. That Usually, me. I feel like I over laugh, but like that did not make me laugh. <laughs> that didn't. Oh God! I'm surprised. Ooh, replace Max with a feminine Chris Farley. Chris Farley. <laughs> oh, yes. Chris Farley in a wig. Christina Farley. <laughs> Christina Farley. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but their whole thing turns into the parents are upset, and then the husband of Kate Hudson is super upset because she lied to him and her parents. And she told her husband that her parents were at a mental facility. What is? What was her yeah, lie? Had dementia. Place in, oh, had uh, dementia. Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so, and then she's like, "Well, they do have mental problems." Ha 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 ha! Yeah, and so racism. He he leaves and goes next door. Yeah, he stays at the <laughs> sister's house. Yeah, which, by the way, did he choose out of like spite to sleep outside? I don't know. Yeah, because inter- then he goes inside and sits on the couch. And with was he interrupting sexy time? I think he was. He I definitely interrupted sexy time. Which, but what I'm saying is, why wouldn't they have offered him a guest bed or I something? Don't know. But this is where I also get a little bit of weird racism from from Gare here, Gary <laughs> Marshall. Um, when oh, Gary. they're talking about. If they're gonna get divorced, then Kate Hudson goes. Indians don't do divorce. Yeah, she throws out that. I was like, man, that doesn't sound. Is, is it like she's a? Is she like it's okay? I'm married. I'm to married a, to one. <laughs> yeah, like is that her logic? Gives her a pass, right? <laughs> uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that that was weird. Uh, but this one's super simple because all it ends up being is just a big misunderstanding. They're, well, they're going back and forth of because there's no tension between Sarah Chalk and her wife, even though. Wouldn't they be having the same issue? Yeah, that surprised me that they didn't. They really didn't talk about that. Yeah. Like Max is immediately just like, oh, okay, you know, we're partners and we have a child together. Well, Mark, I mean, it's obvious through this movie that lesbians are more understanding than heterosexual men. Yeah, true. Maybe. I'm, I'm okay with that. We're pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I, to be fair, though, I would be super pissed. I wouldn't be this level of pissed, but I would be super pissed about if I found out like. I was being hidden from this girl's oh, parents. Oh, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, as soon as they opened their mouth, I think the reason that I wouldn't go to his level was as soon as they opened his mouth, I'd have been like, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would just, <laughs> I would have just liked to have known. Oh, I definitely would have liked on, to have known. On his side, it's like, do you think I wouldn't love you because your parents suck? Yeah. It's like, you don't trust me to be able to handle that maturely and... Yeah, whatever. I don't know. That's a risky maneuver. If your parents are savagely racist and you're dating somebody of an, another ethnicity, like I could see that being scary. Well, then we have a happenstance or happen chance, whatever, a chance encounter via Skype, just bringing all sorts of people. Oh yeah, the, the mom moms. calls, and that's that's where the the imported the beer. Starts. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to go into the imported beer joke. They bond over. They keep making kind of racist, racist jokes yeah, at each racist. other. At each other, yeah. Yeah, and, and and the Indian mother finds it funny. No, like a great yeah, great example of it is 
the Indian mom explains that she lives in Las Vegas and that she doesn't like have tax whatever and that she can go to the plays, casino. You know, and the Kate Hudson mom responds with, "And you've got." Sand in both directions if you ever feel homesick. And the Indian doctor's mom is immediately just like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds racist and funny. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this seems like they're taking racism in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, and then she's like, and our grandchild Tanner. And then the like, why mom? She's like, I can see why he gets that name. He's a little, and she's like, what do you mean? He's a little dark. And then she's like, I think he's a little white. A funny but terrible racist joke she does make later when she's bonding with the grandchild is the. I think you look like me. And the child's like, no. He's like, I think you look like me in the summer. And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I laughed and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's it's it's a one-two punch because it's the Skype call like kind of softens her up. And then her hanging out with her grandchild. That's yeah, what like, melts that them. heart. Earl doesn't really change. We don't really. Well, we find out Earl. He does. He He didn't care. Is what I gathered from it because he, I feel like he was kind of just like keeping the, you know, the wife happy. Yeah, and he was and he was setting up. Yeah, he yeah he was setting up ways to where they could have to stay and resolve it. So he didn't really have to change. Fair enough. I think he just didn't care. So I was guessing that someone was sabotaging the RV. I thought it was going to be the racist mom doing it to try and stay around and like try to make reparations, but instead. Was it Scrub's son? Yeah, that is the last well, that, person. No, that no makes and that's any never explained. That. It's a one-off yeah, line of the, of the dad <laughs> just being like, I, "I'm super impressed. You know so much about engines." And Max is like, "I know, right?" It's like, "No, no, no." That's like a whole other level of this kid is in super intelligent to be able to just go up to an engine and be able to manipulate parts. Yeah, like that's not a oh, you know, I just. I just read a lot. <laughs> like, just what? another day at the office. <laughs> Being a kid. <laughs> but yeah, so they do this whole breaks are out on the RV, or they're all out on the RV uh, to like have a confrontation, and they pretend like the brakes are out. Yeah, and, and the doctor's just going to leave, and he's like, you're going to have to jump. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I laughed at this next part, not because of what the movie did, but because my own mental thought process was once the co- car finally stops and the cops are there, we get one last racist thing yes. of when the husband comes off the oh thing because gosh. he's a dark-skinned man. The cops are immediately like, get on the ground, get on the ground. And they're all like, that is my husband. That is my son-in-law. That's my doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the cops are like, oh, no, he's okay. That's my doctor who fixed my knee or whatever. Um, I want to point out that that one moment, because they brush over it like it's no big deal yeah. after that. I want to point out that is literally what starts Crash. <laughs> I was just, yeah. just thinking that, That's actually. all I yeah. could think about. I was like, oh, wow, so this is pivots into Crash. We're going to deal with racism. No. I think if we were to put how you deal with racism on a scale in a movie, you know what I mean? How Mother's Day deal with it is at one end, and Crash is at the other. There's a lot in between that should be used. We also had the police officer asking who had a permit for this vagina. Oh, he did. But he did say beforehand, he said, I never thought I'd ever say this, but who has a permit for this? <laughs> Man, that was worth the whole movie setting it up. Peter oh, just Peter just it stood up in his, in his living room, just started clapping. So well done, sir. Long con. And it's been an hour and 45 minutes coming. 
But Max, she had permits. And, and that's kind of how that story ends, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Because it all is resolved and racism is no is more. defeated. And, well, they go to have like a picnic thing. and Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And they and did she's we already, like, welcome to my family. Did we already bring up, I think you did, the uh, when they're, <laughs> oh yeah, because you had said when the vagina and the RV <laughs> are on the run. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the joke those two women make as they watch it pass is the I can't wait to see what they do for Father's Day, implying yeah. that they're going to make a giant penis. Yeah, <laughs> right. What? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been a saying that they're going to make a Father's Day movie, and it was kind of like breaking the. If you were to cast a Father's Day movie, wall. who would you want? Father's Day movie, uh, Chris Farley. Um, <laughs> 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 to be honest, if you took the plot of Grown Ups and just said it was Father's Day <laughs> instead of Fourth of July, that's... that's <laughs> it just happens that's to take place on Father's yeah, Day. That's, yeah, that's it. That's Father's Day. <laughs> we did it for you, Gary. R.I.P. But yeah, that wraps up that storyline. So let's close out Jason Sudeikis because as we said, he's the single dad and you know, raising two... Uh, soccer coach and, and mom they, was never late for soccer yeah well they try one thing they try to do much like how they try to tackle racism in a weird way they try to tackle the whole oh i forgot what it's called but it's the surrogate wife syndrome of like in a scenario when a husband loses the wife the oldest child ends up taking care tearing of care yeah. of that ro- that role and um you never really saw it it will that you do for an extent like she makes him dinner at one point and she points out later when they're having a fight that she does all this stuff, but we never see it. Right. And then that never becomes the issue they're dealing with. Like, take his storyline of being weird on Mother's Day out and make it about him accepting that he needs to step up and do other responsibilities. And this is a this is a great storyline. They're trying to tackle some heavy stuff here. But they tackle it in the weirdest, no, most like they side tackle. smirk. They just miss. Oh yeah. They just like reference. They, they yeah. They miss the tackle. They glance or whatever. You know, they, they just touch it and they acknowledge it and then they just don't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. More of a two-hand touch, if you will. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. The but movie, like, it says nothing. It says, it really does say nothing. And uh, his whole thing of, I feel like, so he's avoiding, I guess, dealing with his wife's death is the issue, which, again, it's been a year. Cut this dude some slack. Like, I know he needs to start moving on, but this doesn't need to be he's instantly okay. It's been a year. Like, I'm surprised the kids are as okay as they are. Yeah. Like, the daughter's uh, telling dad's him to move on. Dad's watching the videos again. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess that's kind of his storyline, though. And it's, he runs into Jennifer Aniston once, and then his gym posse is uh, trying to set him up with his other mom. Then who he which, sees her at the gym, and he hides. Oh, well, he sees Jennifer Aniston, yeah. But uh, when we eventually see the mom or the woman that uh, the gym posse is trying to set him up with. Yeah. I thought it was Sienna Miller for a second. I had to IMDb it because she looked exactly like Sienna Miller. Um, do you do you guys know who I'm saying? Oh, uh, no. Do you remember an American Sniper, Bradley Cooper's wife? Uh, okay. That actress. Um, I'm trying to think of other things she's been in, but you'd recognize her if I um, pulled up a picture. <laughs> American Sniper, we said <laughs> oh. that. Uh, I've seen it. I think she was in G.I. Joe. American Sniper? Mer- did... Did we bring up American Sniper? Oh, Cooper's. she's in that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. then, yeah. Brian Cooper's wife in that. <laughs> but I, like, I thought that was weird that that, because that mom was very attractive. That woman was very attractive. Mm-hmm. And his line was like, I don't think I can really handle that right now. But you can handle Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> Again, it's a weird thing of like, 
they're trying to make Jennifer Aniston like the average everyday mom. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody thinks about her. Are Just you kidding for me? my kids? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> when was the last time you took the kids to the dentist? Or any of the gazillion things I do? Oh, yeah. That was a- that's a great way to be a mother, though. Keep score like that. Yeah. 100%. I think that's good advice. <laughs> um, what is but I'm trying to think of what else happens in Sudeikis' storyline the soccer he gets ejected well he gets ejected from the soccer thing his, that he, was weird by the way the ball didn't go over wait I always mess this up in soccer is it the ball has to completely cross the line yeah right, right? so he was wrong I didn't even see that uh, I don't know because the ball <laughs> stops on the line like most of it's over but it's not all the way it over. has to be all the way so the rest of the storyline is he he makes up with his daughter because he eventually he invites the boyfriend to come over to be the oh, DJ. Oh, you're totally right. That is what the that's how it ends. That's how well, the resolution he gives her. Is. Well, he gives the youngest daughter a karaoke machine, and then he gives the oldest daughter a car. <laughs> yeah, someone definitely got chipped there. That yeah. was. <laughs> and then when he's doing the rap and he falls off the, the to balcony. the Humpty dance. Yeah, what a but, reference! But then we see everyone looking over, and then there's the little black edges dancing for about like thirty seconds. He's just showing off his moves. <laughs> I'm just like it's weird that they picked the Humpty Dance song. Like uh, that's a great '90s hip hop song, but it's still like a it's still weird. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how like I I guess what we were talking about is his arc was the whole accepting that he needs to celebrate Mother's Day and which the whole feels weird tension with his daughter and and I right. learned that the takeaway from that was buy her a car and everything's fine. We didn't buy her a car. Just, yeah, I needed to start moving. You're right. You're right. Give, give her a car right. in some form. Yeah, cuz he does the big Mother's Day party invites all these people over, which I'm assuming we don't know who most of these people are. We they don't have mothers either though or kids. So it's like want an to celebrate that anti-Mother's way. Day party. Kind of like Valentine's <laughs> like Day. Like Jennifer go. Jessica Beale's connection. Not Jessica Beale. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it was Jessica it was Beale. Jessica Beale. Uh, yeah, her aunt, I think. The, uh, yeah, but like you said, does the Humpty Dance rap for a second and then falls off the balcony. It was too long. It was longer than a second. I also want to point out, did anyone catch the weird thing of it's like the, the youngest daughter is looking at the karaoke machine and her friend walks up what's and just like, this? what's this? It's a karaoke machine. What's that? Yeah, it's what's like, this button do? Like, okay, like... I imagine these kids are a lot smarter yeah, than that. It's not that archaic. It's yeah. got a microphone and uh, yes, saying so. yeah, they, they didn't bring out an the... abacus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think of who this movie's geared towards, mothers, right? And oh, mothers true. find those kind of jokes funny when they're like kids these days, you know. That's don't even true. know what a karaoke machine is. That explains the tweet at me thing cuz I bet you there are a ton of moms that were like, "Oh, I get that. These kids just talking about the Twitters <laughs> and the Snapchats and the, it's like, what the And hell? the emoticons. <laughs> <laughs> the emoji. That's who's watching this movie. Oh. The emoji cons. Yeah, but to close out Sudeikis' storyline, though, yeah, he falls over the balcony and then he goes to the hospital. And kind of like we said before, he runs into Jennifer Aniston again. Who's stuck? Who's stuck in a vending candy machine? For her Sandy with two kids. sons. Sandy with two sons. Oh, and tampon man. <laughs> yeah, that's a worse nickname than Sandy with two sons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, Bradley. It's uh, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they have their next little meet cute, and uh, it's dangerous. You know, you can tip vending machines over and right and get killed. Yeah, I also don't think it's that easy to nowadays to get the arm in there. Now I agree. I was thinking the they same have thing. all those like weird trap things. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. not that easy. And we find out in the blooper reel at the end that those skittles were tied to, <laughs> to a, a string. string. Yeah, the blooper reel felt so forced. We haven't finished out the movie yet, Sorry, but yeah. let's let's combo yeah. let's Sorry. combo Julia Roberts and um, 
Britt. Britt Robertson storyline because they are interconnected like that. Like you know, they there's do no, come really to not a lot together, there. right? So we find out you know Britt Robertson thinks that she's having these this cold feet about marrying her boyfriend that you know she's been dating for five years because of her abandonment issues. So they kind of have like a talk about it. And she's determined she's going to go talk to her mother and try to get over this, which, again, seems like on the surface, an interesting storyline, like moving past something to go to the next thing. You know, there's something there. Yeah, growth. Growth. Um, At first, I didn't like this, but then I thought about it, and that's pretty realistic. The whole she goes and says she's the her daughter and then the agent and the publicist are like, all right, yeah, sure. She's had like six people say that today. Anastasia. Anastasia. Because well, like, I imagine that does happen to an extent with um, like celebrities, like weird things like that. What but kills like it though, QVC. <laughs> according in this movie, it, all of Atlanta follows her. So, <laughs> but uh, what kills that, that realism though, and makes it weirder. And I guess it's supposed to, cause she's like, Julie Roberts is contemplating what to do, but we find out later she has pictures. Yeah. So when she said she knew right away, it's because she's had pictures yeah, of her. Yeah, she knew right away. Not because she felt the connection. Yeah. And so yeah, that oh, that was the worst. But their interaction is the whole, like we learned Julie Roberts had her very young, even though I feel like it couldn't have been that young. I'm not saying Julie Roberts looked super old in this movie. No, she but she said just, she was 16. Yeah, no, no. She said she was 16. I'm getting at the fact that the actress Julia Roberts is not 32. Is or not 32, well, yeah, not and Britt Robertson is maybe 25, 26. That that haircut didn't make her seem younger to you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah, she said she was in but the, you know the epic at? love too, not puppy love, but like real, true, epic love. And it, yeah, and it's applying like the 16 thing and. Like, but you guys see what I'm getting at? Where it uh, doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. I wouldn't get caught up in the weeds like that. <laughs> I came out of my emails and was like, "Wait, what's going <laughs> yeah. on?" Jesus. Suddenly, you care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's not right. <laughs> that math doesn't add up." Yeah, even if she's 24, you're putting her at 40. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they kind of reconnect though, and it's because Julia Roberts, I guess her subtle storyline was career first, and she didn't care about having a family. Yeah, because you can't replace the love. Because when when the guy's family found out that she was married, they moved <laughs> 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 up and left. Up and left. Uh, so you can't replace that, and then you can't replace the kid that you uh, gave up. Yeah. To a nice family in Hawaii. But seeing her granddaughter softened her heart. She's yeah, she's like who's giving, you know, this woman away? And she's like, I am, but I think I'm gonna hold on to this one a little <laughs> longer. <laughs> right yeah. in the feels. Right in the feels. <laughs> Can we I was bawling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the baby for a quick second, because I wanna I, this is why we need a legal correspondent on this show, because they give because surprise, surprise, her boyfriend does win the $5,000 contest, but they put the daughter's name on that check. Yeah. And I want to know if that's legally binding. What do you mean? It's a giant check, so it's kind of like for show. But so does, do they get the money or is that her? Is that the baby's money? I don't. Well, because he's not depositing that actual giant. No, well, that's what I'm getting at. No, so when you're a minor, it goes to the parents to spend on the child as they see great so now they can't touch that money until they yeah that's the whole reason macaulay culkin got oh he got emancipated you're totally right 
Uh, That's why he got emaciated. <laughs> emaciated. <laughs> the uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about his how he won that. By the way, because he doesn't tell a joke. He literally just tells a story and has a gay Brit- guy hold his baby. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's just they use it's a cute baby. Yeah, that's. That's like playing the sympathy card. Yeah, they voted in about ten seconds. It's a good answer. It reminds me of. Do you remember? So you think you can dance auditions? Like back when the fo- show first oh, yeah. started, the big joke was like there'd be like a good dancer, good dancer. Then there'd be like one guy who's like, ah, she move, she move. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> Not burned. that. She bu- <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. But just be like someone that's very like average or maybe below average, and then it's you find out that they're like. I mean, Key and Peele made a sketch about it about like the whole. I had to raise my two, two <laughs> like daughters, even though I'm addicted to crack, like yeah. and random things like that. And all, like all I have besides them, of course, is dance. Yeah, and it's that whole thing of you get the they get the sympathy thing. Is that what we're supposed to take away from this? He's not funny, but he's you know he's he's roughing it. He's, he's a young. The dad. crowd was laughing. I mean, he he tried to make it funny. I'm not saying it was funny, but it wasn't just. Or is this a sign things. of how bad he was going? Like the people he was going up against were. That might well, be. I the love the one too. that they go like, man, she's killing it. When then her joke is, his eyes have cataracts. My eyes have hope. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the punchline. Like that. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and they're like, whoa, she's killing it. There. Oh no, yeah. There's a drop line later where they just say he says the the girl had to drop out of the contest. She got offered a show on NBC. It'll probably be canceled. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> Based on that bit, can we get a spinoff on that girl's yeah. life? Well, you could have already. You could have just had him in the competition. 100%. It doesn't it's, matter. Yeah. Well, they needed the whole thing if he had to use the baby. But yeah, as that their storyline closes out is they finally do get married in that bar they both Yeah, and at. the little guy. And he's like, I'm tiny. And then the agent's like, I could have figured. It was shorty. 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 Whatever. Yeah, the, the, gay, the fat gay man tiny. was tiny. Ha, ha, ha. That hasn't been tried in done a million times. But yeah, the <laughs> shorty guy, he's like, oh, we're going to make a buck. And then the camera, like the scene changes. Oh, yeah. Like, what the hell? And they're having the wedding, and it's like, can we hurry this along? People, People are waiting for, for tables. tables. It's like, no, you, if you're as stupid as this is, you shut the bar down. Yeah, right? let, <laughs> you said they could. You're not get even going to let them here. do the reception there? Like, this is, <laughs> this is very beyond weird. stupid. Yeah. Unneeded. Uh, but they, they get married, and it's, you know, happily ever after. Like you said, we get the Julia Roberts is happy to be grandma. I'm going to hold this one a little longer. <laughs> Oh man! And he's like, "Do you take yes?" <laughs> and I'm gonna grow this hair a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> what you should have said. I'm gonna hold on to this hair, Dale. <laughs> I wish that's so good. I'm gonna grow this hair a little longer. <laughs> Did you do the math on how much Julia got paid this movie? Like no. per scene? Well, yeah. she's in this movie a lot more than she is. Yeah, this would be more warranted. Day. Yeah, she You're does right. nothing in Valentine's Day. But yeah, that was Mother's Day. I mean, I guess the last closing stuff is we kind of get a recap of where everybody is. And, well, they're all happy. (laughs) They're all mothers. They're all celebrating Mother's Day. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to try something a little bit different here. I thought it'd be fun because we're always talking about what we think of this movie or movies that we watch. (laughs) Let's see what people who watched it had to say. Uh, I pulled most of mine from Amazon, or actually, I pulled both of mine from Amazon. Peter, where did you get yours? So I got a, I got a little bit of an extended cut from IndieWire. It's pretty good. <laughs> David Ehrlich. <laughs> what about you, John? Where did you pull yours? Uh, iTunes is what I choose. 
Oh, okay. So uh, I guess I'll go. We'll do a review each. Kind of go around the room real quick. Yeah. So this is from Amazon. Mm. I don't remember this item. Five stars. (laughs) 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 Was it a verified Verified purchase? purchase. Verified purchase. It was a verified purchase. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, damn it, one click, bye. (laughs) Yeah, five stars. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Peter, what's yours? Let's do John. Mine's a little long. Okay, John, you go. Oh, man, I, I have so many to choose from. Um, like a few. Wh- this the headline of this one is worse than that Zinka virus, <laughs> and they gave it one star. <laughs> and <it's laughs> I would hope if you say that it's like three stars. It's like well, all, all right. Um, <laughs> if you love your mother, never rent this movie. The worst movie I've rented since iTunes was invented. Only thing worth seeing in the movie is Jennifer Aniston's workout gear and Kate Hudson's abs. Short of that, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, uh, Peter. Mm. This is this is a little longer. Uh, is this like a full length review? Oh, it is, but I'm not gonna do the full length. We're just, we're gonna read little little tidbits. Little tidbits. Pretty good. All right. So we go after the double whammy of Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve. Audiences across the country were all asking the same question: What can we do to prevent Gary Marshall <laughs> from making another one of these things? The answer, it turns out, was nothing. We are but simple peons, powerless to stop the completion of the director's holiday-themed trilogy of terror. Lifeless, <laughs> ugly, and vaguely evil in its gross attempt to offer something for everyone, Mother's Day doesn't feel like a movie so much as it does a cinematic adaption of Walmart. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's savage. There's Oh, wait. There's something here um, at the end. <laughs> Worse than the zinc of <laughs> <laughs> Like wow, that was really just the <laughs> metaphor people felt like using. <laughs> <laughs> so he like goes on to like you know give an outline of the different plot lines. So in, in summation of all the plot lines, he goes, "If you think that all these stories won't all somehow come to a head on the second Sunday in May, then you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Judgment Day is nigh. <laughs> <laughs> How they each arrive at that final destination oh, makes man. for a very special journey, <laughs> as the plotting here is at once both agonizingly predictable and profoundly demented, a rare combination that results from the unique chemistry between the film's four credited writers, only one of whom has ever had their name on another produced script. There isn't a single line in this movie that sounds as if it was written by a human, but far too few flow with the inbred poetry of the room or birdemic. Oh my god. The movie's gosh. most natural reaction shot belongs to a llama. This guy's <laughs> this guy's <laughs> review is more artistic and well like and articulated he, than the movie. He is. definitely watched the movie. Yeah, oh he calls out at like the, the very alpaca. end he calls out the um the 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 gag reel. And so he he goes, the movie has absolutely nothing to say about the challenges or rewards of being, having, or missing a mother. Marshall is 81 and by all accounts a very nice man. If nothing else, it's clear that everyone on the set of Mother's Day was enjoying their time working with him. For proof, look no further than hilarious bloopers in which Jennifer (laughs) Aniston is seen ruining a tape by accidentally referring to Julia Roberts' character as Julia. (laughs) Julia! (laughs) But that's a real name. What a gas. (laughs) Mother's Day. (laughs) Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. He gave it an F. He gave it an F. Um... The next review I have, <laughs> I think we talked about a lot about like what the target audience is, and 
This is a negative review, but it hits home who exactly this movie appealed to. Couldn't find it on my Kindle after ordering. My fault, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> One star. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like that is that is for sure some like forty five year old woman who got like a Kindle as a gift and was like, I can probably watch movies on this, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> So it was pointed out to me earlier today how brave we are in 2018 to make fun of Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are we brave? <laughs> Just in a post move post, you know, where we are today. Where we are politically making fun of women. I don't think we're making fun of women. I think we're making fun of this. Stupid idea. I don't know. You just said it's a 45-year-old woman out there. Are you kidding me? You didn't hear me read that and instantly think of somebody's mom. It's true, but I didn't say it out loud. Definitely geared towards moms. Uh, John, do you have another review? And uh, Farmer's Mom. Yeah, this one made me laugh. um, The title is, What Happened? With like question mark and exclamation mark. Um, So I'm a huge fan of Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve. Great movies with superb acting and surprise twists. But this movie could not even compete with those. I'm so disappointed. Thought we were going to have another classic here. Another classic? (laughs) (laughs) What was the first classic? How can you mess a movie like this up? Great line of actors and actresses, but something just didn't work with this one. Maybe they'll get it right with Father's Day. Oh, God. (laughs) So that's who this movie was made for. Uh, The only other review that I thought was kind of weird was because it was how it was worded, and it was a three-star review. And it said something along the lines of like, "Don't be afraid to open a open a bottle of wine and grab that special someone and enjoy this film." And I'm like, but it's it's Mother's. It also, he, after that, it's still only three stars. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it wasn't that great. Out of, but ten. the way he writes that is the special somebody like your your, your wife or your girlfriend or do you open a bottle of wine with your mom? If you saw who wrote it, it was probably Oedipus. <laughs> <laughs> I should have checked username Oedipus Rex. Ah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's uh that's uh, those, those so many of the reviews I found though that were positive were weird. Where yeah, it's like, it was not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like five stars. This isn't the worst thing I've done today. <laughs> like, <laughs> all, all right. That's someone liked it because it didn't have boobs or violence in it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, finally, a movie that doesn't rely on violence and nudity. I found one of those, too. That was the one I was trying to find on iTunes that I couldn't find again. It was literally someone listing, like, okay, let's... You know how you brought up the Jennifer or Kate Hudson's abs thing? It's like, mm-hmm. there is a scene where you see some of these women in workout clothes, if you're comfortable with that. But other than that, the language is very, very mild. There's no violence. And it's like listing all the pros, like, so you can watch it with your kids. It's like, what? Kate Hudson did take her shirt off. But you know what wasn't on that list? Extreme racism. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because it's okay to watch with your kids. Kids are racist. And just hope that they understand that even though everyone in Kate Hudson's storyline is being racist, that like it's okay because they, they move past it and they just accept racism. It's like, that's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> that's the message of Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard it with... You heard it first. The message of Mother's Day is accept racism. <laughs> it's a thing. Just love your moms. Love your moms. Everything else falls into place. All right. Well, that's all I got for this. Any closing thoughts from you guys? Recommend? Don't recommend? Uh, I, I think it's a hard pass. 
Um, would pass. You, <laughs> pass. <laughs> would you watch it with your mom? <laughs> if your mom wanted to watch this for Mother's Day. That's I mean, how I should phrase this. Well, you would have to. I, I, I don't know. I, I would. I would say there's better movies to be seen to her. There's a lot of broad jokes in this movie, too. Just there something that point out. Um, I would probably not watch it with my mom unless she just really wanted to just set on it. But Do you I think she would make it through the end? Um, yeah, she probably would. She'd probably shed a tear or two. Oh, really? Yeah, probably so. I I tried to watch this with my mom, and I decided to go upstairs and work out instead. Did your mom finish? Oh, yeah. I would watch this again if it was with my mom and my dad, because I'm <laughs> sure my dad would have some funny shit to say during this movie. <laughs> What'd your mom think? Uh, she, I mean, she liked it. She was just like, oh, I thought it was cute. I thought it was fun. It's kind of it Sounds like a lot of the like, reviews I saw. Well, she just doesn't have... Like, my mom, when it's a good movie, doesn't have a deep explanation of why she liked it. But if she hates a movie, it's like thesis, research paper, like textbook style of why the movie was bad. And I, I don't know. It was interesting. Scathing review by Karen Burris. But if it, if it, it was really if it was really good, it yeah. was just like, oh, it was good. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, your, your voice raised. Right <laughs> yeah, that's your tell. Just that's how we know your line. Walks, walks out of like an Oscar winning like Schindler's List. Oh, you know, it was it was it was nice. <laughs> so that that Andy is a great guy. <laughs> you know, he, he he's like he said he could have he, he could have saved more. Yeah. One more, just one more, <laughs> just one more. I don't know why he didn't do it. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> do you, would you watch this mo- movie with your mom? I would, and I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say if we would make it through the whole movie. Do you say that because <laughs> you don't think you can make it, or do you think your mom would hate this? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I really don't. Th- I think if we if we made it through the whole movie, I don't think. I know she wouldn't like it. Interesting. What would yeah. she not like about it? Well, because it doesn't say anything about being a mother, and she'd be like, "That no one here is a good mother at all." I do want to point out because we're not mothers, nor are we women. That we do lack a certain understanding that maybe we are missing something from Could this. Could be. But I highly doubt it because this movie is pretty bad. I, I feel like I know my mom pretty well. I don't think she'd like this movie. <laughs> For reasons I stated. <laughs> For reasons stated before. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up. It's a hard pass, yeah. Yeah, hard pass. Mm-hmm. I'm Like I said, hard pass unless I was watching with both my mom and my dad. Because yeah, I mean, if you committed the time to watching Valentine's Day and New sure. Year's Eve, you might you as well finish the trilogy. See all the all three of the masterpieces for a from completionist, Gare. you know. Yeah, Gare Bear. I, I don't think I'm gonna do New Year's Eve. I, I and we might as well. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. We'll get them, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's gonna close us out. Um, remember to s- subscribe <laughs> on iTunes. Sound less or <laughs> I can't sound less enthused about. I know that idea. that's what I'm. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke. <laughs> You're like, well, follow us and sorry. Us, follow <laughs> us, please. Follow us on iTunes. <laughs> Subscribe. Please leave a comment, review. Let us know what you like. What Anything. you don't like. <laughs> You're right. I should pull this more off like a Timothy Oliphant, being like, oh hey, <laughs> didn't see you there. <laughs> didn't see you there. Because I, I can't. Don't, <laughs> I don't like his color. Let's take him to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, uh, if you want to reach out to us on Twitter, we're at don't TMFT podcast. <laughs> uh, if you want to write in an email, a you know recommendation for us to do, we eventually do want to do a you know listener request. 
like season. Uh, so email us at tmftpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, like I said before, please leave a comment, rate, yeah. and subscribe. You know, Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, until next time, this has been Too Much Free Time. I know Mark Burris. With me is Peter and John. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. Happy Mother's oh, yeah, Day. Sure. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> it's, it'll be here before you're now. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>